0: This is Coin on Faith Talk Radio 1360, and this is Gary Kinneman sitting in for Tom Brown, Tommy Brown. He's got a lot of other nicknames around here, which some of which I think I can't repeat. Anyway, uh, we have in our studio today some uh, stellar people. Uh, Brian, um, oh, God, Brian Steele. <laughs> I know so many people. Thanks, I, thanks. I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we've spent lots of time together, Brian. Anyway, Brian Steele is the director. Is that your title? Executive director or president or? Executive director. Executive director or shepherd. Uh, she- I like Master that. shepherd. Nice. Yeah. Of the Dream Center, uh, which is on Grand Avenue in um, the least, one of the least visited places in town, unless you're part of the tens of thousands of cars that drive by there every yeah? day. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's in West Phoenix, and it's an outreach of Phoenix First Assembly, but it's an independent... Uh, organization if that's am i correct with that's, that?
1: that's correct yeah we're an independent 501 and uh, have our own mission and vision and heart for the city our own donors and uh, but certainly we're founded by pastor tommy and his great legacy yes. of uh, building dream centers i incredible. saw a giant
0: like 18 by 24 foot portrait of yeah. pastor barnett there in the
1: <laughs> lobby 24 foot oh yeah and okay <laughs>
0: So Brian, tell us about yourself. I've always enjoyed our company. You know, we're just all so busy, and but our paths have crossed. And yeah. so uh, who who are you, and what are you doing there at a at a sure. hotel with a well, whole bunch of people and residents?
1: Sometimes I wonder, Gary. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in my heart, I, I'm just a farm kid from Iowa. I'm a, I'm a kid who grew up on a, on a big farm in Iowa, worked hard, and. Uh, got into engineering after college, had a, had a troubled youth. Uh, my father passed away when I was 13. That wow. just went on a downward spiral through my youth. Wow. And, but I really gained a heart for, for troubled youth and helping people that were in really hurting situations. And uh, ended up going to college, though, and uh, getting, getting a job in engineering. Worked in engineering for eight years. Where'd you go to college? <coughs> um, Central College in Pella, Iowa.
0: In Iowa. Iowa yeah. State's got a good basketball team. They
1: sure do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, don't tell my mom that. She'll, she'll contend with you a little Is bit. Is she Iowa? She's Iowa. University hobby. of Iowa, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, anyway, uh, you went to a small college. Yeah, I
1: went to a small college and uh, worked in engineering, corporate, loved it, loved the work. Like what kind of
0: engineering? You drove trains, right? <clears throat> no, not quite. Oh, not. no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll draw you a picture. I don't know.
1: So, uh, quality control engineering. So, we worked for a window manufacturing company called Keller Windows, and uh, helped with uh, the ensuring the quality. Uh, designing the gauges, uh, helping the lines. A lot of people worked for me there, and it was it was really good, really really fulfilling work. I always said it was very fulfilling, but it it didn't satisfy, it didn't satisfy those deeper deeper needs that I had. And so at that at the time of my coming to an end there, I, I really had a heart for ministry and mission work, and I knew I was going to go down one of two roads. I was either going to retire. And, uh, you know, build uh, build missions on the mission field, or I could just get to that work now. So I took that leap of faith and left the corporate world, left the financial security, left the house, the cars, and uh, came down to Phoenix. Here. So you were doing well,
0: is what you're saying. I was doing well, yeah. And we're do- yeah. doing well still. God's provided. Yeah, yes, I saw me. your little apartment there at the hotel. It's really nice. No, <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> that was my office, Gary. Oh, that was your office. <laughs> yeah, I do wow. live there. I-, I feel like I it. <laughs> oh,
0: with a life. shower and a bedroom. That's great.
1: <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so so God was good. The calling was there, and uh, ended up going to seminary, King's Seminary. Okay. And, uh, oh, uh, with, with uh, Jack Hayford. Jack Hayford, yeah. Yeah, in
0: the Southern California. Do you have a foursquare background?
1: Yeah, foursquare background. My wife and I both do. So, wow. Uh, we,
0: and the Assemblies of God were...
1: Yeah, we worked you know, very closely with the Assemblies were,
0: of God. We're gracious enough to yeah, acknowledge the call Amadola. of God on your <laughs> life. You know, you know,
1: the L.A. Dream Center, maybe I shouldn't say this, uh, to <laughs> me, many, but they are four-square. Pastor Matthew was ordained four-square. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, close close relationship. Well, I
0: think that was necessary to take over the Angelus Temple, right? Yes, there, there yes, was probably a prerequisite right. there. Yeah, it was probably necessary. Because <laughs> unlike the Assemblies of God, the the uh, fourscore people, they own their own buildings. Yes, forever. Ouch! Ouch. Yes.
1: That's harsh. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get phone calls. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'll just send the emails to you. Send them to me. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, God called me uh, um, just, just onto the mission field, and I worked for uh, United Methodist Outreach Ministry for five years. Really? Five-year contract with them, uh, Did uh, uh, built a homeless shelter with them. We served 150 single women. And where was that? Still in Iowa? Uh, it's still here in uh, Arizona. Think, uh-huh. Still in the city here, yeah. So that was my first city contract that I had, wow. my first experience working with the city. So. Wow. Yeah, but it's still going. It's called the Watkins Overflow Shelter and um wow. uh, phenomenal program still serves about 150 women and 20 20 30 families and uh, after that my wife and I did some some uh, time <laughs> overseas. <laughs> <clears throat> we had a, a heart for the Middle East and uh, served. Oh, in wow. in uh, Israel and in, as independent missionaries, served in in parts of Turkey, Kusadasi. Oh really? Uh, then, I've then, been to Kusadasi. Yeah, beautiful little uh, uh, port Seaport town where yep, dumps all the tourists. Did off you buy there? a rug? I, I actually. Uh, really I,
0: was, uh, I was I uh, was almost strong-armed into buying <laughs> one of those.
1: I, I worked with some of those folks for a while. <laughs> That's a strong-arm <laughs> thing. It really is. Uh, you got to experience that. That's that's Turkish a marketing at its finest.
0: Yes. Rolling, <laughs> snapping that rug out. They roll it out. It oh, pops, sure and everybody in the circle goes,
1: wow. Yeah. The, the, the big guy always stands and blocks the door so <laughs> tourists can't get out. Yeah. But uh, then we came back to Phoenix here, just for kind of reviving our our mission budget and, and things. My wife's family's uh, from here in Phoenix, and okay. met Pastor Tommy. I'd, I'd known him before, but uh, he had just started the Dream Center here in Phoenix, and he uh, at the location at where the you location. are right now. So they the bought, bought the, purchased the property. They purchased the property, but never really intended to be a part of the ongoing operations. They really had yeah. had a hope. And a heart that Phoenix would would take it. Would Phoenix take would it. own the Phoenix Dream Center, and uh, that was my role. My role was to come in and help find the the funding, the resources to expand it. At that time, we uh, we only had eighty men that we were serving. We brought in a small women's discipleship program, and two thousand nine, we started our first uh, sex trafficking program for young young women. Two thousand eleven, we started a uh, foster care age out program, and just within the last year, we started. Started to dabble a little bit in uh, homeless families. We've just been overwhelmed with the amount of homeless families that come. And if they're lucky, Gary, they're in a car. (laughs) Um, Many of them are just walking up to our campus trying to find somewhere to go.
0: And, uh, you know, foster care aging out, that's a a huge challenge. We hear a lot about foster care. But very little about foster care aging out. When the kids get, when they turn 18, they're out of the system, but they may have nowhere to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and in Arizona, um, the, the statistics are a little loose, but from what we gather, roughly 600 will age out of the system every year. Uh, we have a one-year 50% fail rate. Within one year, 50% of those 600, so 300, will end up, in general, over the last five years in a homeless situation or a homeless shelter, couch surfing, doing something like that, they'll end up on drugs or in a drug rehab or they'll end up in jail or prison. And so 50% 50%. is uh, not a good rate for kids coming out of the system. But uh, 21 of them at least now can come to the Phoenix Dream Center, and that was our heart. was just to open our doors, help them learn some skills, help them to, um, uh, you know, help them just to do life, you know, to have whatever family they can have and encourage them that God has a bigger plan, God has a better plan for their life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the challenges are so great. You know, when I when I visited the Dream Center there, I think it was about a month ago, d- January. I think it was. Yeah. Up, you know, I just uh, I just feel overwhelmed. And uh, my my brother adopted two children mm-hmm. uh, from. He has two of his own. Then he adopted two kids from a Russian orphanage, and uh, one of them was um, maybe ten. The others we don't really know exactly how old they were. The other was maybe six, or maybe they were eight and four. And, you know, the imprint that's made on on the lives of children uh, is such that it's very, very difficult for them. Yeah. And it just takes so much sacrifice and so much time and so much of God's presence. Um, my brother's kids, one of them, he doesn't know where, where he is now. The other one, uh, she got married, married a gentleman who's in the Army and seems to be doing okay. Wow. But the imprint, it's just really hard to overcome that. And my brother, my, my sister-in-law is a counselor. My brother-in-law has taught middle school in the West Valley all these years. We've got a great family. But, uh, boy, making those changes can be a real challenge.
1: It is. And, you know, with us today, um, Ashley graduated our exploitation program at the Dream Center. But she, uh, before that, was a foster care um, uh, 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 child and came up through that's that That's why system. she was
0: nodding amen. Yeah, through the whole thing. Through all of this, Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, certainly the two are tied together. And as we grow, as the Dream Center grows, we're closing on a new property right now that will allow us to expand. We're very excited about that. But we're going to expand our foster care program from 21 beds to 100. We're going to expand our exploitation program from 40 beds roughly to 200. And so wow. those, those two programs will stay on that same campus that you toured. And then we're going to move our men and women's discipleship program and our family program to the new campus. Wow,
0: and how many will that... It'll it'll
1: go from 180. It's running about 180 right now to 400.
0: Wow, and yeah. total in all, total lives, yeah. About, total... I'm I'm trying to add about 600.
1: Yeah, so that combined with our men's shelter and our other women's shelter, we're running right at about a thousand people. Oh my every goodness! Night. So we count bed nights. So about a thousand people will be sleeping under our care every single night.
0: You're just the master shepherd, yeah. like I said earlier. And um, so I, are you. Uh, I'm going to get really personal here. You know. Uh, Radio is great, and people can't tell how old you are. You know, I'm, I'm really, old. I'm old enough to be on Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are surprised, but that's a fact. I have nine grandchildren, nine uh, grandchildren. And uh, you know, you see, I don't color my hair. I know you don't either. Um, none of you colors your hair. That's great. Anyway, careful, Gary. Um, unless unless it comes out kind of pink or turquoise or something. But how old are you, Brian?
1: I am thirty-nine years old.
0: I was going to guess. I was going to really, guess really? late. Th- yeah, late thirties. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're just uh, you're a couple years younger than my oldest son. So uh, introduce these ladies to us here, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit more specifically about what you do, what happens at the centers. But just let's introduce these uh, yeah, ladies with
1: us. Sure. So uh, to my side here is Constance Smith, and uh, Constance is a graduate of uh, one of our other programs came in and rebuilt her life was so successful in that and she just had a a tremendous heart for for the young women of our trafficking program and she started out as the director of our outreaches so she has been out there in the street in the trenches reaching these young women in dark alleyways and and uh, now has uh, been promoted to the director of the the entire housing program for all of the young women oh my goodness yeah so she's
0: uh, i'm gonna get down on my knees and then i'm gonna (laughs) ask for your autograph
1: and we'll charge you for that, Gary. We'll take an offer.
0: Yeah, so that's the way it is. When you're in
1: this ministry
0: business, everything is an opportunity <laughs> to raise a little bit of money. And you to, have a website. And, and don't What's your
1: website? Uh, phxdreamcenter.org. .org. Or just go to Google. Everybody does. Or Bing. Uh, a few people use Bing, I think. Uh, and just, just put in Phoenix Dream Phoenix Center. Dream Center.
0: And uh, you probably have a, a, a button that says Donate.
1: We do have a button that says Donate. And we are almost exclusively private funding uh-huh. uh, about 2 Million dollars a year that 180 churches, uh, 60% is individuals. A lot of people give to us. Uh, to my left here is Ashley, and Ashley is a, a true joy uh, at the Dream Center. There, she has come through the program, had her baby at the Dream Center. It well, wow. not at the baby. it wasn't at the Dream Center, but uh, had her baby there and has rebuilt her life and has graduated successfully. We're so proud of her, and she's going to share a little bit of her heart a little bit later. And
0: the ba- there's a baby here. Is there this is a your baby. baby that's here? Yes, this is my baby. <laughs> What's your baby's name?
1: My baby's name is
0: Ryler. Ryler and uh, little girl?
1: Little boy. Little oh, boy. He's that's four you know, all old. these new
0: names. I'm you know. He's Gary. four months, but looks six months. He's, oh okay. Twenty
1: six pounds, <laughs> four months.
0: Twenty six pounds in four <laughs> months.
1: Twelve months to eighteen months. He's huge.
0: And how much how much did he weigh when he was born?
1: Eight
0: eleven. Eight eleven. That's big enough. You know? We're out of here for just a couple minutes, but we'll be right back.